Hey, Flannel Cakes listeners, this is not a traditional episode in the sense that you're used to because we did not talk about cartoons or cereal at all this week. Nope, we only talked about magic cards and bummers. <laughs> That's exactly right. I don't know what else to say. Uh, we have a guest this week named Riley Spellman. We are. If, if you're bummed out by magic cards, this is just 100% bummer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won't. Uh, I won't talk about why Riley was on the show, so we can get to it as fast as possible. But he has a really unique and interesting story to tell, and he's promoting an event that we wanted to promote. This is an example of someone turning a tragic event into something really positive. And if you want to help out, this episode will tell you all the ways you can, and we'll have some links in the description. Yeah, and I think we had a fun discussion about this very sad thing, and then at the end, Riley taught us how to play Magic the Gathering. With Japanese Eyeball Man, my favorite magic card. <laughs> yeah, so um, even if you're bummed out by this uh, this tragic thing that he's going to talk about, at least there's a, a fun part at the end. I do. It, also, if you don't know anything about magic, don't worry, because neither do we. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like I could play on a... I know all about lands level. now. Yeah. I know about lands. Right. I know about mana. I got yeah. it all. Um, yeah. And then really quickly, I just want to say, if you were listening to this on the day it comes out, you have one week left to win the Pokemon Go Plus that we are giving away. You just listen to the episode with Jake Waddell and uh, listen for the secret promo code. Send a message to the Flannel Cakes Podcast Facebook page with the secret promo code and before... You're, and you're, you're entered to win. Huh? Yeah. Uh, you do that before February 4th, and we will randomly select one winner to win that Pokemon Go Plus. Plus. No, no, just... And also... It's a Pokemon Go Plus. Equals no. X? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, just th- this thing on my wrist right here. It's one of these. Pokemon Go Plus. So a Pokemon Go Plus your <laughs> wristband. No! No! <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the episode. Sorry. Horrible cereal, turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Things that keep you on the night and idiosyncrasy. Public bathroom etiquette and matches we can't see. Girls needs to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life and death and everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times and cartoons on the TV. So it's, you know, it's interesting that you work at a tabletop store because the... Only other time we've ever had, like, kind of a bummer topic on the discussion, we had Steve Jackson Games on. We had some guys from Steve Jackson Games. And, like, we didn't expect this at all to happen. Do you remember this? A little bit. The flood thing? Yeah. We didn't expect it to go to, like, a serious place. Did you know that their office flooded? No. We had them on the show, and they talked about how their office flooded, and they lost, like, so much stuff. Like, they had, like, five or six inches of water in their entire office. And, like, people couldn't just come into work. And... Yeah, it was, like, a huge yeah. ordeal for months. And I was like, it was just really interesting to talk to them about because, like, we thought we were going to talk to them about board games, you know? And then <laughs> nope. that's not... He got, into, he, he, got oh, he didn't, like, cry, but he was talking about, you know, all these people, not just game developers, but, like, the people who clean up and empty the trash cans and stuff and work in the offices that don't really have any idea what's going on with the games, but, like, 
they work hard and they work for them, and the, but they just didn't have anything to do. Like, sorry, we're closed up for a few weeks. Tough luck. So you work at a game store. Can we say that? Yeah. 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 You can pr- you can promote game time. Oh yeah, for That's sure. Fine. Um, so like, are you, did you like start that store? Did you you like know the guys or did you uh, apply to high, work there or what? Um, I went to college in Muncie, and I would come back here. He opened up five years ago when okay. I was still in school. Um, Is that the other guy I met? Uh, Jeremy, the tall guy who didn't want to be on camera. Got it, okay. Um, and basically, I used to go to tournaments, and then I would come back, and I would trade for a bunch of cards. Specifically magic tournaments? Yes. Got it, okay. And I would trade for a bunch of cards that I thought were going to go up in value because the people were playing them that weekend. Um, and then I would go sell them to him. Yeah. And that's actually how I paid for my rent for like six months, was just trading and selling magic cards. You were a, a magic broker. Yeah, so yeah. a bad one, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, you shit, paid your rent, you so you can't have been that bad at it, right? Yeah, yeah that's ridiculous, man. Yeah. yeah. Is this just like all coming from booster packs or from trading or from, what? Mine was trading. Basically, there's two ways to look at magic, which is as a lottery or as an investment. Booster packs are the lottery, and they're, like, right. pretty low expected value. Right. Um, trading, like, once you have a collection, it's pretty easy to not invest anything in the game just because you already have stuff. So if you want other stuff, you either just go buy it from a place like Game Time, or you just trade other people for it. Okay, so, like, I already we already told you before we started rolling that we are in the realm of Pokemon understanding, yes. okay? So I know about... Know what booster packs are. Yeah, I know about how many rares and uncommons and commons you're going to get in a booster pack. Is it the same? 1131. You just, you just rattled that off <laughs> like it was nothing. You just had that ready. That sounds like... Pretty much exactly yeah, what yeah. it is for Pokemon. I think Pokemon booster packs have they're a couple card fewer packs. cards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're ten card packs, and their common uncommon distribution is different. But it's one rare, and then the packs will have a seeded EX as well. Yeah. Um, and those are like the big. So just like through being just trading with that guy, you came to work at game time. Yeah. So I came back from Muncie. Um, I was intentionally unemployed for a whole summer. Arf, sorry, I gotta yell at my dog. Oh, sorry, fine. man. Arf, you little <laughs> shit. He can sit on my lap. You're welcome to. He just rubbed his ass on the floor. Are you sure you want him to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you my, take it all back. Yeah. No, like, my girlfriend's dog, like, licks her butt and then comes and jumps on me. Ugh. Yeah, this one's not any better than that. <laughs> anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. Oh, um, I was, like, intentionally unemployed, and I just kind of, like, did the really stereotypical like let's travel the country thing uh huh and then I did was... you find yourself <laughs> no I don't have a phone though <laughs> like I drove an 18 foot food truck from Indianapolis to Phoenix that... what were you selling food out of yeah, it was it an operational uh, food no, truck no it uh, it actually perfectly doubles as a, a moving van <laughs> okay were you, like, living in it? Uh, no, no. We stayed in hotels. I had a friend okay. who, like, did generic chefery and decided that chefery was not the thing to do and they wanted to do a food truck. And apparently... Was your friend John Favreau? Yeah. John Favreau? Are you John Leguizamo? <laughs> but, uh... So he moved to Phoenix because apparently it's the food truck capital of the world. Mm, um, I had no idea. I learned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, didn't have air conditioning in August, dri- driving through New Mexico and what Texas. The fuck? Bungie doored the, uh, bungee cord of the doors open. Oh my god. Life experience. Sounds yeah. I think that I does sound fun, I actually. A picture of it if you want to see it. Um, well, we'll, yeah. we'll use it on our Facebook sure. later. Um, sure. Okay. So, anyway, you do that. 
and then how, how I forgot how oh. we got here. How we were yeah, talking sorry. about Jeremy. Um, yeah, we were just talking, and I was applying for jobs in grad school, and he's like, "Well, you can, you know, you basically know how to do all this. Just do it." And yeah. It, like he didn't really ask me to work for him. I didn't really apply. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Uh, I mean, that must be pretty awesome. Any day for you. now, you're going to get paid, right? Like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made sure that part happened. Yeah. You're still just getting just, paid in matching just, cards. Just not say anything and see how long this lasts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like uh, sometimes I joke that it's like the old uh, mining towns where, like, you know, the miners would get money, but then they they go to the stores and it all go back to uh, the mining yeah. company, the company yeah. store. You know, because yeah. all of my hobbies are sold by my place of employment. So, right. Know, yeah, we've, right. had, we've had this discussion before where I was going to work uh, at a toy store. I was like, oh. <laughs> and you just entered our home, yeah. so you probably already realized hey, that that would be a problem for either of us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, like, that like that must be awesome. Like, you said that, like, you work in a place where it's all that stuff that you're into all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, so, like, when did you when did you first meet Riley and, like, when did you guys... Did you guys meet through Magic? Uh, we met either 8th grade or freshman year. Right. Like, high school. And we all did band and, you know... Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. You know, all the stuff that gets you beat up as a kid. Yeah. And, Shocker. Uh, <laughs> you guys were in, You guys played Magic and you are in band. I get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we all played WoW and League of Legends right. and, you know, everything. Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We all kind of got into magic at the same time, and it was what kept us together after high school. Yeah. Um, like, you know, uh, we both went to Ball State for different periods of time. Um, then, like, we still stayed connected after we moved to different towns. You know, uh, Scott, you met him. Right, I did meet Scott. Uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Drew, who's, like, kind of another one. He's up in Fort Wayne. We still talk every day because of this game. Yeah. Uh, you talk every day about it. They're like you know how you follow sports, and we don't. Well, uh, we, we don't know I mean, anything about that. All right, I've um, heard of these sports. <laughs> well, you know, like uh, all right. Uh, do you, what what do you guys follow? You follow Smash. What Super Smash Brothers? Is that like a community? That yeah, really there's involved? a huge scandal going on right now because there uh, was a tournament yesterday uh, uh, and someone changed the settings on the knockback from 1 to 0.9 and it messed up the other dude's combos and he lost the game because his timing was off. They like hacked the game? Oh no, you can just change it in the settings, but he just did it real quick and no one noticed. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know there was so much cheating going on in Man. the Smash community. It's the first time this Performance ever happened. Performance-enhancing settings? <laughs> like... <laughs> No, I mean, there's definitely things that we're, like, deep... We have our nerd claws deeply dug into. Um, So I know what you're saying, you know, and and magic is, like, a... It's it's a thing that you and you guys are all... A long-running game. Yeah, and you guys are all... But, really deep in that community. Like, or Yeah, or like professional player tweeted about X, or mm-hmm. hey, we have this idea for Y, mm-hmm. or, you know, the there's a big event in Baltimore coming up, and some of us are planning to go to that. So, you know, there's like a couple tiers of coordination. and That's quite a haul for, for Magic. Yeah, I'm not going to that one, huh. but... <laughs> you probably um, go to Gen Con, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... You and Riley, it's safe to say you guys have been playing Magic together yeah. a long time. And like we talked about before, I mean, could you just 
very briefly for our listeners, give us kind of a, a summation of what happened recently. Yeah, um, so the very fast version is uh, the Oberhart family was roller skating in Anderson. Um, Dan and Macy, uh, Riley's younger sister, were on the driver's side of the car. Uh, Lena and Riley were on the passenger side. Uh, they got hit by someone fleeing a burglary of a restaurant. Yeah, um, we, so we didn't know what this guy was fleeing police for, but there was a pursuit in a yes, car. Yes, he stole less than $100 from a Pizza Hut. That's so fucked up. Um, I mean, most Pizza Huts don't have more than $100. <laughs> yeah. But um, Dan uh, didn't survive the impact, and we learned later once... Um, Lena and Macy were a little more coherent at the hospital that Riley actually was able to react and jump over her uh, to absorb the impact. Um, so she came out almost completely unscathed. Right. Um, and then he passed away later in the hospital that night. Yeah. And how long ago was that? Uh, that was... The accident occurred on Saturday evening. He passed early Sunday morning. Yeah. I mean, I told you this before, but I mean, the whole situation is just—it's really—it's really messed up, man. It's what are really your terrible. Language rules. For oh, guys. it's no fucked up, dude. It's yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's totally fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really I mean, the only word. <laughs> I mean, I can't even—I can't even imagine knowing what you're going through, dude. Yeah. Um, I thought we were all getting pranked. Uh, someone for sure, yeah. Actually, co- because no stories had happened, and obviously the family couldn't contact us. Right. So we heard. And you're probably tight with his whole family. More, we were in the past, and then you know we all did tried to are pretending to be grown ups. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. We his, know about pretending yeah. to be grown ups. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen his family in a couple of years, but you know. We, there was a you, time you've yeah. spent a lot of time at each other's homes, and yeah, you know. Oberhart basically lived at my house uh, weekends and, and weeknights no, you, in high you, So you call him Overheart. Yeah, so... We could do that too then, is that okay, for make this less confusing? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, because it sucks because I'm Riley, he's Riley. Yeah. Um. So you can either... I'm either Big Riley, and he's Little Riley, or uh-huh. he's just Overheart. Okay. Spellman Overheart is typically how we went, just because yeah. it's... Yeah. Well, see, like, you know... We're eventually going to get to this really great thing that you guys are doing that I'm I'm excited to talk about. And and I told Jack that I wanted to talk to you about this great thing that you're doing, but he's not great at remembering people's names. So when I told him the story and then I told him you guys are both named Riley, and he was like, can't do it. Like, no, gonna, <laughs> cannot be done. We won't be able to, to pull it off. We're going to have to cancel. We're going to be too confused. <laughs> yeah. In that case, Overheart works just yeah. fine. So. Right. So anyway, you were saying you... You can't hear from their family, right? And so then you think you're being pranked. Someone from called your friends. The, the store phone. Uh, I was working. Not one of your cell phones. They probably have all your cell phone numbers. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, um, I'm seeing these Facebook posts. Do you know anything about this?" And, um, yeah, I I called around, got a hold of someone who had talked to Kathleen, his mom's sister, uh, and. <laughs> And that's the rest went downhill. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. by the way, worst prank. Ever. <laughs> if you're if you're thinking of engaging in some pranking activities, calling your friend at work to tell them 
that their close friends have have been killed in an accident. Not a hilarious prank. It's it's more, what would you call that? Uh. Not funny is what I would call it. <laughs> it's like an evil deception. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, I got the impression from you when I talked to you the other day that, like, not just the community of, of gamers in Indianapolis, but I mean, like, just people that knew their family. I mean, like, people have been insanely supportive. Yeah, they're pretty beloved among everyone with the exception of their love for uh, Iowa football. <laughs> right. I remember a picture I saw of the family. Like, every single one of them had an Iowa thing on. Right, but you I mean, you said that, like, your phone was just non-stop. Yeah, it's just the support, you know. We I don't know if you looked at the GoFundMe but there were, so, or even the Facebook page, there were people posting, hey I played against Oberhart, you know, in one tournament two years ago, I still remember him. He was a really cool dude. Right. Um, you know, um, obviously, he was like super active in high school um, among band, right. show choir. Um, On a lot know. of yearbook pages. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, kid knew everybody. Is yeah, is, yeah, and you know, every in a positive way at that. So right. Well, like we already said, the whole thing's fucked. And you, how long have you guys been out of high school? Uh, we graduated in 2011, so however many. So years. it's still recent enough that not everybody has lost those ties. Like the further out you go, the more likely you are to kind of be like, eh, yeah. I heard some weird thing about some person I went to high school with, and not. But you guys still kind of all know each other and are in communication. So it's. I mean, it's not as quite the same thing as if you were all still in class together but word travels quickly and there's a lot of people who care yeah I don't know where I'm going with that no I don't I, <laughs> I, I totally not. agree with you I'm sorry I didn't pick the ball up yeah. but no yeah no the ball just hit the ground <laughs> <laughs> no I I see what yeah. you're saying um well I guess if if if, if I mean I, I really want to talk about what Overheart was like as a person you know and you were kind of getting into you know, he was involved in everything and, and knew everybody. And we don't necessarily have to get away from that. But the good thing that we brought you here for today is that you and your friends in this community are, like, wanting to do something really great that I think is awesome. Can you talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so we decided, you know, first and foremost, just to remember him and have our own kind of event we were going to host a small magic tournament uh, emphasis on small yeah like what um, is your what is your definition of small we were thinking 30 to 40 people right right um and so i made a post about it on facebook it picked up traction so i made an event and um uh, four days later we are planning a 400 person event at noblesville high school for <laughs> the riley overhart memorial tournament and when um, I talked to you a couple of days ago, you said you had, like, 200 RSVPs on Facebook? Yeah. And so you've already doubled that. Um, so it's just been this insane flood. Like, sure, I made the event, but the volunteers are doing all of the work. Yeah. I've had people volunteer. There's a, a judge staff to make sure that the event runs smoothly. Right. So we've already got 10 people doing the the physical work to make sure the event runs uh we have the oberhart's church reached out to us they're donating snacks and food right. um 
Jimmy John's donated party platters. Pizza Hut is donating pizza. Right. Um, and even more importantly, all of our friends in Indiana, in yeah. California, New York, everywhere have been sending us product, magic product, memorabilia, anything for prize support for the event and for um, a silent auction. So we've amassed everyone's at this point everyone's going home with something right right i'm gonna need another room in my house to keep all of the donations that people have brought and it's like it must feel so good that like all of these people in this community just like jumped at the opportunity to help out put this thing together it's no it's no thought and you and you and, couldn't have put this together by yourself, something this scale. No, and this this is bigger than all of us at this point. Right, exactly. Yeah. And oh. what makes it really great is that everyone gets to do something good, but because so many people are involved, you're able to give something back to everyone that's being involved. Yeah, and we've had to change the structure mm-hmm. of the event just because of the sheer volume of people. At first it was going to be just one small tournament where, um, side note, uh, Oberhart didn't really own a lot of magic cards, so he would always borrow decks. And okay. we'd always give him crap for it. Cause he is, always, that, is there like a term for that in the community when just, you borrow? Just borrowing a deck, yeah. Okay, is that like frowned upon? No, no, not at all. Okay. He just did it a lot, and okay. but the thing was he'd forget to give it back. So oh. when you'd see him next week, he'd be like, hey, Oberhart, I need my deck. And he'd, oh, okay, yeah. Got <laughs> it, okay, okay. <laughs> He's forgetful about that sometimes. Got it, got it. Um... So anyway, you had to change the, the yeah, tournament style. so it's still like a magic tournament, but it's going to be a lot more casual. You know, we're not there to win something. We're there to, you know, remember him yeah. uh, and be among friends. And we've added a bake sale because so many moms have reached out to me like, oh, you guys were on sports that both yeah. your parents made you do. Yep, I yep, want to yep. help out. Right. So. I don't know how to play magic, but... <laughs> I'll bake some cookies. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. you just you must have seen my phone. Yeah. That's the yeah. exact message. People just want to help. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh okay, so like tell us a little bit about how it is going to play out cuz you said it's not like it's a casual tournament now. Right. right? It'll still be run so basically doors mm-hmm. open at noon. Uh, we have pre-registration available online. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be registration available, and then the event official will start at one fifteen. Right. That's when all of the Magic players in the main event will um, split up into flights. So we're going to be running basically six to eight mini tournaments of 32 players instead of one big one of, like, two or 300 wow. Wait, did you say six to eight tournaments... Of, 32 apiece? Yeah. I can't even imagine the magnitude of, like, organizing that. <laughs> That's the tables that are going to be involved. <laughs> well, okay, because we, we said yeah. already that you're doing this. We got really lucky. We're in the cafeteria. Well, so. Noble, did we say already you're doing this at Nobleville yes. High School? Yes. Which is, like, so incredibly nice of them to give you this gigantic space. Oh, my. That phone call was the most surreal thing ever. I just right. said, hey, uh, I'm an alumni. He was an alumni. And she goes, oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. didn't even think about it. And, uh, yeah, just so much gratitude for them. Right. Right. Okay, so you're... Talk to me about where you're doing these six to eight tournaments, right? Yeah, and so, like like I said, we've got this judge staff, so that part is easy peasy. Um, that will, you know, 
all of the Magic players have played in so many tournaments that that's everyone knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. Do you have to be certified to be a Magic judge? Because in Pokemon, there's a specific <laughs> certification. Yes. You have to be a professor. A professor. Yeah. It's called the same thing. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about store. in Pokemon. Yeah. We we know about. We tried to yeah. be Pokemon professors once, and we failed miserably. You, so you don't have the lab coats. No. Well, you do get and a act- real certificate yeah. and a lab coat. What? Wow. We didn't know about that part. That must be new. Maybe we'll have to try again. Yeah. I, no, I accidentally, I opened another tab on my computer and I got booted out. I was like, well, that was, I'm not going to start over. And I just couldn't handle the incredibly hard story problem <laughs> questions. It was, it's a tough quiz, man. It's yeah. really hard. And magic has been around for longer, which means they've probably had it's, more time to layer more rules. It's pretty convoluted. Um, <sighs> but yeah, you have to become certified to be a judge. There's Are level, you certified? I was. Oh. Um, was is there, it like a, thing there a scandal there? there? Did, you, oh. did you get caught? <laughs> no, nothing but laziness. No. <laughs> do you have to like renew? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and that's what I didn't do. Yeah, alright. So people, people that are going to come to this are going to know exactly how the whole thing's going to play out. Yeah. And I think, I think I heard somewhere that you were trying to say, you know, if someone from our show is listening to this and they don't know magic like us, it's a thing that, like, it's just a great thing to come to. There's yeah. going to be a great community there. It's, there's going to be baked goods. Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> going to be baked goods now. Um, we're finalizing the plans to have a silent auction. Awesome. Um, like, uh, oh, there's... A, so the dads have all you know because moms are bake sales. Dads are you know also done understand magic. They're bringing yeah. footballs. And yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but the gym's taken that day, so we we, yeah. so we have to find something for them to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, but they're gonna lean on cars in the parking lot. <laughs> well, we're gonna have, try and have a dad session stand for like the dads of like our high school crew because you know all of this food is donated and we don't want to charge people for it because that would be stupid or what it'd be a lot of money but not nice um so we're just going to make sure that they distribute it and then the only thing we're going to charge for are water bottles so i i think it's just going to be really funny to take a picture of like 10 dads trying to pedal water bottles yeah that's great man uh okay so when i was at your store the other day i heard you guys got a call from Name the company that makes magic. Oh, Wizards of the Coast. They okay. also make Pokemon. Do they really? Not since 1998. They also used to make Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> when I played Pokemon. <laughs> um, okay, so they donated something to you, and I didn't really quite understand what that was. Can you, like, help me? Yes. Yeah, so, Wizards of the Coast, um, Nate Price wrote us the letter, so... Who's that guy? He is a member like an old school member of our community and he currently works at wizards got so that's how they heard about this yes okay i think who Uh, knows it with social media it just it got out there um but he wrote us a letter uh just you know reaching out and uh we unfurl what um so you know they have to make these cards somehow, and okay. they do them on like movie poster size sheets of paper. Okay, but there's a really intricate printing process, so you can't replicate it. Um, and they gave us uncut sheets of these magic cards. Okay, um, but they're all foil, and they're from a set uh, from about eight years ago. Got it. Um, so, so not not valuable in gameplay, but very cool for collectibles. Uh, one of them is signed by the office staff, so it's arguably one of a kind. 
Um, right. I opened it up and started giggling. Like, not <laughs> laughing, giggling. Because it was so unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so it's one of those things of... This is... I, I don't... You can't assign a value to whatever this is. Yeah. It's just a gesture that is... Yeah. Beyond phenomenal. For them to even hear about it and respond and, like, take action on it, I mean, that's that's just got to feel so awesome. And with the game's makers being involved at this point, like, is the word out there to where you might have people who didn't know you guys growing up but were big into magic that might actually be traveling, too, because you guys have so much cool stuff happening. There's, you know, the tournament, the prizes, the, the cookies, all yeah. that. Um I I encourage everyone to come out, but I just I don't want people to be there to win. Like if you right. if you come away with something which we're gonna try and make sure everyone does, that's great. But, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't about you know, what's in it for me. Right. right. So if if those people show up they're I mean, they're still <laughs> donating, so that's right. fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. But no, I mean, it's it's for everybody to have fun and yeah. remember Riley. Yeah. So the the big question with all, anytime there's donations of all people want to know what does the money go to? So what do you guys have planned as far as, as where the money is being spent? Um, so I called my bank, and they have a really cool program where they're, like, charity accounts Mm -hmm. where um, since I'm setting it up I'll be the guarantor I think was the word and then um, the Oberhart family will be the benefactor and uh, we have it set up so we have square credit card readers that will Mm -hmm. direct deposit from the event directly to that bank account um, you got to have Square now anytime. You yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then all of the cash will also be like you can do the tracking or whatever on the Square app, so all the mm-hmm. cash will be accounted for and go straight to that bank account. That's awesome. Um, none of us have access to it, right? And it's set up so there can only be one withdrawal, which will be directly to whatever account the Overhearts have set up. Right, right. So, so it's going directly to benefit the family that's had this accident and this tragedy. So they've lost loved ones, they have medical expenses, their vehicle was totaled, I would assume. So that's where all this is going to. Yeah, directly to them. Um, they're... Um, He's like, hey, I like magic stuff. Here's a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all of this is either donations from companies or out of our pockets. We're not touching a penny of that. Right, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like to put this thing on. I mean, you were just talking about, like, the scope of the phone calls and stuff you've had to make. Like, I... I don't even know. Uh, it's a, It feels like a full-time job, but that's a good problem to have. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's nice that so many people are doing so many positive things to, not just to grieve with you, but like to help, because so often when something terrible happens, like we've talked about this before, you, you don't just have to deal with your own grief of it, you have to deal with everybody else's, where they're like putting it on you like, I'm feeling so terrible now too, feel terrible with me, and you're like... I'm kind of got my own terrible feelings to deal with, and then you have people actually like doing something useful and contributing, which, in the grand scheme of things, is so much more rare than 
the handshake from a crying person who wants you to like acknowledge their sadness. <laughs> they're they're doing something to help. It's such a it's such a tricky thing. Holding the turd is what <laughs> everyone has to take a turn yeah. holding the oh, turd. Don't yeah. worry, we yeah. we did that. We all had to do the Google of like new liver that kind of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it, this is this is awesome because it's something that we have all been able to channel into. So, you know, we can... It, it, it'll live on. Right, right. So yeah. is there a, a wish for this to continue, like, an annual event? That would... I, I don't know how realistic it is, but that would be my angle. I mean, it sounds like with everything that's happening already, as far as your, your GoFundMe and then the people signing up for this tournament... Like, hopefully it will help set them up. Obviously, it doesn't, you know, make it better to lose family members, but it at least makes it so you don't have one more worry on top of that. Yeah. I mean, tell me if I'm if I'm getting this wrong here, but I think you told me that this cafeteria holds about 600 people. Yeah. There's, there's definitely room to grow here. Yeah. So, we, we, I mean, we want people to listen to this and be able to go to it. So, how do people find out about... The registration online. How, what does it cost um, to get in? It's so if you're not playing in the event, there it costs nothing Got to it. come hang out, say hi. Got it. Um, check out the learn snacks. how to play magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the uh, tournament. The the tournament is a ten dollar minimum donation. Okay. With no, well, all additional donations will be accepted. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have a little donation station okay. there yeah, if, yeah. if people right. do feel um and, and water bottles where where do people either find the facebook event or register online um so the event is a public event on facebook it's under the riley overhart memorial tournament okay um the pre-registration is in the event description. Okay. And if people can't come, then the GoFundMe that was set up by the Overhearts neighbors is still active and linked in yeah. the event description as well. Right. Well, I guess the only really other important thing to cover then is... How do you play magic? Jack and I have to learn how to play magic before this day is over. Yeah. I'm going to um, get some water. Can you, I, do I you have magic cards? Yeah. I haven't the slightest idea. If I can trouble you for a refill later, yeah, yeah, I got it. cards. No problem. Yeah, he hasn't destroyed the dragon yet. I thought he had killed it. Okay, now at any point... Archie has not yet destroyed the dragon. At any point, please feel free to use the phrase, now this is like in Pokemon when... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, alright, so Pokemon is basically watered-down magic, um, where you draw... It's illusion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know like how in Pokemon you draw your deck every turn, and nothing costs... Like, you could just, if you want to play something and you just play it, you either put it as your active or on the bench, mm-hmm. um, and then you put energy on it. So magic is the opposite, where you have to put well, the the energy resources down first, mm-hmm. and then use those to make stuff happen. So, you've got, it's typically played one player versus one player. Okay. You have a 60 card deck. 
bike um, Pokemon. Yep, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought of. Yep. Uh, and instead of having prizes, there's um, you have twenty life. Um, so your your cards will reduce the life of your opponent in Got it. various ways. First person to zero is the loser. Okay. We don't necessarily have to play a game today, but we do want to understand some mechanics. Sure. I was going to say the easiest way to see it is like, so to start the game, you and your opponent will each draw seven cards. We'll just do it face up and I'll break them down. This is the proxy because I don't own oh, that one. What does that mean? What's proxy? Um, so there's a card that costs like 20 bucks, and I only have one copy of it. Uh, I'm trying to determine if I want a second copy in my deck, so I took a different card and just sharpied the name of it on there. Got it. Great. Awesome. Now, that's not legal for tournament play, right? But for practice, <laughs> okay. but for practice it's okay. Well, you better get your ducks in a row before the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um <clears throat> So what I was talking about is these are the resources. Uh, these are lands. So you get to play one land per turn. Okay. And to activate, um, you have a couple phases in the game. There's your your upkeep, your main phase, combat, your second main phase, and then your instep. So on your first turn, you know this costs one black colored mana and one blue colored mana. And this produces a black or a blue mana. It's all color coded. Mana so is pretty, like energy cards. Yeah, yeah, they're your resource. Got it. Okay. Um, no, they don't do that every turn. Just as you play them. So that's um, in order to act like get the resource out of it, you tap it. That just shows it's been used, okay. uh, and it'll add one of the color of your choice. Um, and then after you have done your stuff and played your spells on your next turn in your upkeep you untap everything so it, okay. it becomes refreshed to use again so just to be clear the mana which is like energy there's not actual energy cards right right got it okay so on your on our second turn we can play a second land um, so now we can play spells that cost two mana third turn third mana. Um, and typically cards go up in power level the more they cost. Is there like right. a like a story to the world of Magic the Gathering? Yeah, it's kind of cringy, but it's really cool. <laughs> okay. Well, they're, I they're guess gathering somewhere yeah. for a thing. <laughs> I guess I don't understand within the story world why are there lands that you possess and why do the lands allow you to Oh, like you're tapping like resources you're, yeah, yeah. from yeah, the you're, land. You're harvest, yeah, I get so it. Okay, the island produces blue mana because it's water. I it's get the it. Elements. Okay, the, look at me learning things. The swamp produces black so mana because it's hard wars. Oh, you can't you can't have swamp cards anymore. Trump, been Trump's been oh, yeah, yeah, we're doing away with swamp <laughs> cards. Um, yeah, so there's five different ones. There's islands, swamps, mountains, forests, and plains. Got okay. it. Okay. Uh, now, do they? Are, some of them will do things besides provide mana, right? Yeah, I was gonna. They'll open be up. like the the fire ones. Give your fire guys special powers this, and stuff like that. This deck is a little flashier for learning purposes, so I was just gonna switch it out. Is there like um? Is so like if Jack and I were playing against each other, is there I'm any? Playing. Win. Uh, well, obviously, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's going there, down. <laughs> is there any um, story at all to the characters that Jack and I are playing? Is there any part to that? There is. There's a minority who loves the lore. 
they're like a, a game bible like that explains yeah yeah the it's on the, the daily yeah. mtg website you can read the entire lore of forever uh, most people just kind of ignore it because right. the game is really fun and right 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 okay I imagine these people are like the Church of Latter-day Saints of the magic community. Like, they have their own special (laughs) underwear and, like, a backstory. (laughs) Do they bring pamphlets? (laughs) Yeah, do they bring pamphlets to tournaments? So there's there's two two main types of things that you cast with your lands. So we have these lands. Um, You have creatures and spells. Creatures stay on the battlefield. And so this guy has three attack and three toughness. So if I... So creatures can attack. So I'll attack you for three. You know, I attack you seven, then, then seven you times. you lose three you of your yeah. points. Of right. your life points, yeah. yeah. Um, What's toughness? We're getting there. Got it. <laughs> uh, toughness, so if I attack, and let's say I have this guy with three toughness, and you block with this guy with four power, my guy dies. Is this a Japanese card? Uh, it is. Do you know anything about what's on this card? Uh, I know the whole text of it, yes. Is I don't know how to say it in Japanese. Is uh, is magic really big in Japan? Uh, it's really big in Japan. It's mathematically the biggest in China. Um, but it's really an American game as far as the professional scene. Was It was created in America, mm-hmm. right? Right, okay. Yeah, same Got guys it. who made D&D. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. they actually. Is, is there any crossover, like characters that exist in? Oh, both? they're they're completely unique. Um, but they accidentally they made magic on accident. Um, they were trying to create it always um, a, a transportable version of D and D, and it became this. Gotcha. Um, is there like a card that I could read off the name right now, and you wouldn't just know everything that's on that card? Of the cards in my possession? No. Like, um, if I pulled one out of a booster pack, um, and I was like, oh, we got the orange pineapple card. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> the that's the 7500. <laughs> yeah. The, the orange pineapple. Um, yeah, okay. Well, there's, uh, like, 15,000 unique magic cards. What is the name of wow. this Japanese card that I'm holding? That is Thought Not Seer. Got it. Okay. Sorry, you were explaining creatures and spells. Excuse oh, me. Sorry, I I wouldn't really finish your one point. Um, okay. There's like fifteen thousand unique magic cards. Okay. There's like two thousand that are relevant. You but know, you know those playable. two thousand pretty well. Mm, not as well as some, but I know a lot about. Okay, this game. got it. Okay, got um, it. Yeah. So you can't. You you always attack the player directly. So. I would say I'm attacking you for three, and I, that's not a play I would make because I know my guy's gonna die. Right. So I could, you could also say, you know, you've got Japanese man over here. I'm attacking you for four, and I can either choose to take four or I can block. And you can kind of look at it this way if you're, you know, if the podcasters are visual learners. He's uh, <laughs> syncing up the four four and the three three. So they go. Um, this four power versus this three toughness. This three power versus this. Right, I got it. Yeah. Okay, it is and, the is the, four is larger than three, dude. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for yeah. settling that for us. <laughs> you're the ultimate magic so player. So the outcome would be. I think I'm ready for this tournament. The outcome would not be well for the Eldrazi displacer. Right. This I, guy would die and go to the graveyard, so he wouldn't be on the battlefield anymore. Now, are there 
modifying cards, which would allow him to, like, say, get a plus one to his attack, and he could potentially destroy yes. the eyeball man. You're you are a segue master. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> because the other type of um, thing the, you can the do trainer magic, cards. Yeah, uh, okay. they're called spells. There's <laughs> some that you can only play on your turn, and some that you can play at any time. And while well, these stay on the field, these are like one-time only cash-ins. Um, so this one allows Ancient Stirrings, allows you to manipulate the top five cards of your deck. Um, and to answer your question, like if, I atta- if you were attacking me, this mm-hmm. card removes any one creature from the game. So I could just say, well, I don't want to deal with that guy and get him out of here. Does he go to the graveyard or the discard pile? With this one, there, so there's... There's the graveyard, and then there's the exile, which is the super graveyard. And stuff doesn't come back from the super graveyard. This specific card makes them go to exile. Wait, wait, hold on. That seems opposite, because in real life, (laughs) when you're exiled, you maybe someday can come back. (laughs) No, it's like lost in space Hmm. exiled. Wait, there's a thing that's really called the super graveyard? No, that was my... Oh, got it. Okay, sorry. I got lost for a second. There's no way it's actually called the Super Graveyard. The Graveyard and Super Graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me for that. Okay. I wish it was. Did did we pretty much get the mechanics? I mean, the core basic mechanics? So you you have to tap lands to play stuff. You play stuff to kill your opponent. Got it. Let me throw a couple of things I know about this game at you and just have you generally talk about them. Deal. Okay. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Is there a better card (laughs) than the Black Lotus? Um, yeah, Black Lotus is actually kind of medium. Um, Why? Is it just, is it just for lulls? Is it just for the meme purposes that the Black Lotus is the one I always see on the internet? it's also the most expensive card. Um. Why is that? So, in 1993, Magic premiered at Gen Con. Um, and. That's, that's here. Yeah, Yeah, was it back in Indy then? It was not. It was in Geneva. Where? Wisconsin. Geneva, Wisconsin. Okay, got it. Gen Con. Okay. Um, <clears throat> got it. Do you remember my ex yelled at me because we didn't know that that's yeah. what it stood for? Yeah. Just a general convention. Was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, I'm, we're we're going to talk about yeah. her on this next magic topic that I'm going to throw at him. Okay. Deal. Um, but it was originally designed that the sets would replace each other, and they like they had no idea what they were getting into. Right, they right. Thought they were just like, hey, this is kind of fun, we'll make it happen. So they had really tiny print runs. Uh, and the cards are so they thought when old. a new set came out, the old set wouldn't matter anymore. Right. And okay. It kind of does. So um, there's four main formats. There's standard, which is the last 18 months. Well, it's 20. Sorry, it's 24 oh, there's a Pokemon now. equivalent to this. Yeah, which yeah. is standard. Okay. Um, it's the last six sets, basically. Okay. Uh, then there's modern, which is um, everything from eighth edition uh, to present. So it's about 15 years worth of magic. Okay. Uh, then there's legacy, uh-huh. which is everything after Black Lotus to now. Uh-huh. And then there's vintage, which is just like the Wild West. You do whatever. Got it. If so you own it, play well, it. Different tournaments be like classified like legacy, so that people can bring X number. Right, okay. right. You, like these decks are modern decks. Um, I could, I, I could play these in a legacy tournament since all the cards are technically legal, but right. I would get absolutely destroyed because the older cards are more powerful. Got it. Interesting. So you were explaining why the Black Lotus is worth so much. 
Oh yeah, people just it like very small runs. Then and people didn't realize like it back in the, the day like magic cards were all like bad from a design standpoint. Um so the card wasn't very powerful back then because it wasn't allowing you to do powerful things. Okay. But fast forward to when they've made some more broken cards, that card gets a lot better. Okay. So people are trying to fish them out. Oh, I need to play with this. And right. what is it worth? Um, that's a tough question. Just because there's no mint ones in nature. Okay. Um, and most of them are like moderately played, or you know, they have some wear, some visible wear on them. Okay. Um, and those are worth you know, like five or six thousand. It's wow. Holy shit. It's basically whatever someone is dumb enough to click buy it now on eBay on. Right. Got it. I I can get behind that. Okay. All right. Another topic I'm going to throw at you. I know that within the magic community. There's a thing of you're building a deck, not specifically so much to just destroy your opponent. There's like special strategy decks yes. where like you're just trying to get them to do this, like the Mewtwo deck, like like a technicality win type mm. of thing. Yes. I had this ex who told me that one of her ex boyfriends broke up with her and he got all the magic decks and he had this one special deck that did a blue mana thing that really fucked people up and I didn't understand it. Oh, that would be a mill deck. That sounds right. Um, full disclosure, it's a bad strategy. Well, she's <laughs> she's pretty dumb, so I mean, <laughs> um, basically, so long time listener though. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a another way to win the game is if your opponent tries to draw a card and can't, they lose. Yes, I'm familiar with this. Like, from some some card the games. hand cramp rule. it's it's mostly for very long play Um, so if you play with your grandma and she has like wicked arthritis you could just win right off the bat but if she has one of those grabber things okay anyway sorry oh so there's there's just cards that will make you remove your library from like cards off your library so people don't like that strategy as players because they don't feel like they, like they're not getting to cast their cards they're just going right to the graveyard so people it. feel it's cheated. like in Pokemon there's the Mewtwo deck which just blocks you from being attacked over and over until your opponent has drawn all of their cards and loses yeah or like the the Whalmer uh, Max Elixir deck it's newer, so I don't know as well, but <laughs> it's the, the same thing, It's right? got, like, 700 trillion HP, uh, and the entire deck is about just bringing it back to full health every time. So uh, it's all a lot of revive and, like, potion uh, items yeah, that... Yeah. No. yeah, and then I think there's, like... I guess this wouldn't work in magic, but there's things where, like, just trying to make it so your opponent can't ever place energy cards, like, always doing away with energy cards and things like that. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of strategies, right? And there's also um, infinite combos, where like there are some there are sometimes two or three cards that work in a way that allows you that creates a loop that never ends. Okay. Um, and magic is basically computer code, so you have to pick a time when it ends. But there's one that allows you to make you know 700 trillion and not an exaggeration creatures. Right. Uh, in so you can attack your opponent who has 20 life for 700 trillion. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a really good strategy to win. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but 700 trillion versus 20. I think you got it locked down, right? Is there a way to lose if you have 700 trillion? Yes. 
if they get you to draw. I these mean, cards. everybody would yeah. do it if, if have, it yeah. was perfect, right? Okay, that's true. Yeah. Has it ever come down to like two people using that strategy against one another, and you just have like <laughs> the Armageddon battle? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times when those things happen, they either win on the spot or lose on the spot. Got it's, it. It's the climactic moment of the movie, and there's really no like resolution. The person stage. sees like, oh shit, they're about to do it. I didn't know what's going to happen here. Uh, are you familiar with the Judge John Hodgman podcast? No. You know who John Hodgman is? No. He's a he's a stand-up comedian. He has a podcast where people come on, real people come on with disputes, and he settles them Judge like a courtroom. It's Judge Judy, yes. Except yes. entertaining. Yeah. And not as sad. The, the, the whole like joke of the show is that <clears throat> they're not really serious problems, but he treats it very seriously. So this one time, these two guys came on because they've been playing Magic together for like 20 years. It's like their thing they bond over. And we have actually, in our lives, particularly pertaining to Pokemon Go, have used the settled law from this case <clears throat> to make decisions about our life. Because this is a famous case within the Judge John Hodgman canon, okay? So these two guys came on. And the way that they always played with each other for years and years and years is they would only play with decks that they built themselves from cards that they gained from booster packs. Then, one of the guys is married and has kids and presumably has less expendable income than the other guy who's just a swinging bachelor. So swinging bachelor guy starts going on eBay and purchasing good like, cards. Like all swinging bachelors, spends all of his money on magic cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know how that is. Yeah. So he builds up a great deck with things he got from eBay and starts slaughtering his friend every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing stuff like that because he's spending not booster pack money on the cards. Okay? Ultimately, you know, they both want something in the case. Ultimately, the judge rules that they both have to create two separate decks. One created only from booster packs and one that is like all play, you know, whatever you want to do. Vintage. Vintage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but the, the source a, of income yeah. can come from anywhere. There's a paradox in that one, though. Because to build a vintage deck nowadays is all eBay. <laughs> you you just have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he just meant the, 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 the place the cards are coming from. It's this one's all booster, and this is whatever you want it to be. I don't really have a question for you. Just what do you think about that as a magic player? (laughs) Talk. (laughs) So I think we all go through phases of magic players. Like there's a kitchen table stage where everything is pure and beautiful. Um, Got it. And then you start figuring out like different synergies and you I, I think people fall into the dark magic. You guys are gamers. You have. I'm assuming you have. Uh, an idea of what a, an addictive personality is. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. know about that. Yeah. Yeah, how many toys do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Just the ones that are we, out. In- we literally today, we went to a toy store that the sign said open and it was closed, and so we banged on the door. <laughs> that happened today. I didn't bang, I knocked to make sure that they didn't forget to unlock the door or something. It's it said open. It said open, okay? <laughs> Oh. So, yeah, but you want to get better and better strategies, better cards. And I touched on earlier, there's the quantity versus quality. Booster packs allow you to buy a lot of cards. Buying singles allows you to buy really good cards. So, like, let's say, um, you know, Japanese Eye Guy, he's right. five bucks. You're um, great at taking our, like, silly yeah. names for cards and keeping <laughs> yeah. up with them. 
Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Japanese eye guy. Got it. Yeah, really big eye. Um, and he's five bucks. So you, right. You can and go, one booster pack is almost five bucks. Four dollars. Got it. Okay. And there's fifty-four rares in that set, I think. So you have a one in fifty-four chance of opening it. So, right. How many cards come out in each set? Uh, it depends on the set. It's anywhere between like 140 and 250. Okay, okay. But that one's only going to be in the rare slot, which is why you have... Right, I get it, which yeah. is just one card in the booster pack. Right. I got you. Okay. So you could spend $5 and get a guaranteed card you want, or $4 and get... Get a beat. I don't know. Yeah. Realistically not open it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're, what, 2% chance? Right. So. Right, so do you... Do you ever have these kinds of disputes with your friends? Like, do your friends play a certain way? Are they purist? Are they... We all either trade or buy our cards or borrow. Um, so you're done with booster packs. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're done with booster Even packs. Even when the new set comes out and you want to, you want to open that, well, that sweet foil just, just to well, get the thrill of yeah, what's inside. Well, in Magic, there's events that you can play with, like, uh, they're sealed events. So you get six packs. And you open those and build a deck with it. And it's uh, the same price as buying the booster packs. So we'll play in those to, you know, we still all want that fix. Like, yeah. there's the booster pack. Yeah. The, the opening the blind box figure thing is like, replaced our <laughs> our, our Pokemon. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. I uh, Pop figures don't do it for me anymore because I know which one I'm getting. Yeah. I have to have the blind box because yeah. it's that sweet, sweet You like rush. to go to, to the grocery store blindfolded, just like... <laughs> You know how Just before I open a mystery toy box, I always tap yeah. my arm like this to get the veins really yeah. pumping. Close your eyes before you cross the street, just for the excitement. <laughs> I want to know what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all of my stupid questions yeah. about magic. Is there anything else at all that you wanted to talk about I doing any of this? I think I get it. I mean, obviously, I know it's more complicated than we can get into in an audio format, but I feel like we got a decent lesson here. Oh, sorry. I wanted to add one point to that. Um, magic is, like, not jokingly, jokingly called cardboard crack. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Did you, What did you think about the judge's ruling? Was that good or bad? Um, a very wise friend once told me when I was in that stage... Um, when you were in the purest stage, yeah, in the in that happy area, like, uh-huh. you know, you, you use like prescription medicine or ibuprofen. Okay, like you're not going to go make your own. Doctors spent millions of hours perfecting this. Like professionals figured out what the good cards were. Uh huh. So yeah, it's a good point. Like you know, you're not going. There's no blind box for medicine. Right. Whoa. <laughs> uh, you've never been to Bonnaroo. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they have there. We know someone who opened some of those blind boxes. Um, yeah, so nothing else. You're good, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, the Facebook event is the Riley Overhart Memorial Tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can register on there. If you want to show up and play, it's... We never even said the date. Oh. That's uh, important information. That is important. It's Sunday, February 12th. Doors open at noon, event starts at one fifteen. Yeah, and so if you want to play, it's 10 bucks, or you can just come hang out, and there'll be a great community of people there remembering Come get awesome some guy. cookies, make some donations. Yeah, even if you don't like magic, you can come enjoy the delicious baked goods in, straight from mom's. In the dad session stand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so, you good, man? Yeah. Cool. I, Thank you yeah, so much for being with us, dude. We appreciate you talking to us. Nice Thank to you. you.